mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Phil Donahue. And I'm Marlo Thomas. We fell in love on live television, right there on my show. Not long after we got married, and that was more than 40 years ago. Now on our new podcast, Double Date, we visit the homes of our favorite long-married celebrity couples. We share intimate conversations about enduring love and all its challenges. Family, career, conflict, addiction, illness, jealousy, everything a couple can face. And you'll hear those personal and often hilarious stories that all married people like to tell. From couples like Viola Davis and Julius Tenen, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, Judge Judy and Jerry Scheinlin, and so many more. We can't wait to share some of the laughs and tears and revelations that we had with these remarkable spouses. Listen to Double Date on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. So, what made you think of this topic about doing us podcasting? I was very curious because you sent it to me. I was very excited. I want to talk about this stuff. I was just wondering, did something happen or come up in your no, mind? No, people always ask me questions about starting the podcast. And it's something that we mention here and there, and we've done like back to the beginning episodes of how we met and everything, but we've never done an episode like this. And I know that there are so many people out there who have uh, thought about starting something, whether it's a social media account, a podcast, um, a Etsy business, a book, you know, uh, like a blog, anything. Right, because... When I first looked at it, I was thinking, we've done this before. We, we have? No, not, I guess when I went through it, no. But my initial reaction when I first saw it was, it sounds like we're going back to the beginning, like talking about our experience, but it's not. Well, so. because every time we're interviewed by a newspaper or a media outlet or something, this, this is what they ask us about. Okay. So we've spoken about it a thousand times, but in those kind of short sound bites that, you know, you look for in a magazine or a newspaper or a television right. show or something. So we haven't done it like our style. Okay. I thought, which it, is right. like the real deal. Like we, we give a really pretty picture when we talk about it other places because we don't have time to get into the nitty gritty, but here's the nitty gritty. Right. So they just want a story. So they interview us and it's, here's their story. No, they're interested. But, 
They're no, I know, but but they don't get into the right, right. of what I say. Listen, happen. we were having a really hard time. We started the podcast, but it has to be like a hundred words, right? Here we can bore people for hours, right? Like we have like two hundred words that we can put out instead of <laughs> one hundred words. Either you say two hundred <laughs> words in our vocabulary. <laughs> no, that's mine. Right, and then I ask you for the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so before we even get started, do you want to? Get into the date night questions. Sure, I will get a little bit into the Please date night do. questions. Yeah, this is the shameless first. plug. By Shame- the way, yeah, shameless plug. But if yeah. you're the whole thing is, people always say to me, "Oh, you don't sell anything," and I'm like, "No, what am I going to sell?" And the reason why we don't sell anything is because I've never really. I've been like, I'm not going to put something out to sell just to sell it. Like, I don't, I don't have anything that I I think that people want to buy i mean let's talk about merch or you know whatever but we have a lot of old stuff we're trying to get rid of so if anybody <laughs> wants to buy that <laughs> we haven't updated our merch in so long but i'm not it's not that's no not i meant like I'm shit around the house like <laughs> you know it's funny well, you know i know people online who are doing that now i have influencer friends who are selling their old stuff on their uh instagram accounts to get rid of they're sort of like i think people will want this so they're selling it um, as like part of their business. Oh, really? Nobody wants our shit. No, you know, it's funny because nobody wants our shit, but we, uh, today had, uh, a company come out and redo our whole irrigation system. It was all shot and split and we had to redo the whole thing. So these guys came out and I was cleaning out the basement this morning as well. And I found this box that was a, a baby piano. Right. From, it was a gift for one of our kids still in the box from 10 years ago. And I brought it upstairs, and I'm like, hey, do you guys have little kids? Here you go. Like, do you want this oh, little nice. piano? Yeah, so they were really excited. Oh. And I was like, thank you so much for, you know, giving this to me. You know, How did they decide who was going to get it? I, you know what? It's so funny because there were four guys here, and I, I offered it to one because he's the one that I was communicating with. And oh, you should have given the them. other guys something. I, well, I, I don't know. Like, So I was just like, we got this old shit, and if anybody wants to buy it, if not, here oh, you go. We'll just here's give it to you. Here's our old shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give it to you. No, but it's good, like, you know, good conditions. Brand new in a box, never opened, but never used it. Here you go. Well, that was very nice, but you should have given the other three something too. I, I have. would have. I know. I thought I, I would I, have been like, here are some gift cards that the kids have gotten that they don't remember about. Well, I have Circuit City gift cards if anybody Circuit is interested. City. I have gift cards from The Wiz if anybody is interested in those. I they're forgot yours. about The Wiz. Yeah. So if anybody wants any Is of those, Radio Shack still in business? Uh, no. I also do, I do have a Blockbuster um, membership card. If anybody wants to buy that for me, I'll sign it and send it over to you. Well, they just put that um, that documentary out. I did. Last, I watched it. That's oh, what made me think of it. How was it? It was fun. Oh. Yeah. Good. I mean, how much more than saying it right. was fun can it be? Right. Yeah. So I never want to put something out that is just to sell it. Our date night questions we've been doing for like a year, over a year and a half now. We took a little time off during the pandemic because I could barely wrap my head around recording an episode rather like even on top of putting out, you know, a, an email every week. Um, but thousands of people have done our date night questions. And the response I always get is, holy shit, in that one night, you changed the course of our marriage. That we did these questions. You've seen all those messages. I have. I send a lot of them to you. There have been tons well, of messages yeah i i have that as part of one of my answers here that's actually very important so but we're, we're going to get to that later well as long as we get to it mm-hmm. and don't say 
something like, we don't have time for that this episode. <laughs> we'll get to it at right. another point. Well, that's your famous line. We, we can't do that. So I, I, I thought to myself, wait a minute. You know, the one thing that people say is, I love your date night questions, but a lot of times what I'm going through in my marriage and what we're going through in life doesn't line up with what you have that week in your date night questions. So I was sort of like, you know what? I would love to sit down because when I do the date night questions every week in the Friday five, you know, I sit down and I'm rushed and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what will be the best questions that I'm taking from the podcast that we've done. But does that relate to people? And so I've really sat down for hours and hours and been like, okay, what are the best questions that people could ask? What's going to get the best result in communication? How are they going to have fun, but still get something done? Because with when you and I used to have date nights, it would be like we would go out, we'd have a blast, we'd get super fucked up, we'd come home, we'd have sex, and we'd go to bed. Nothing got talked about, nothing got accomplished. It was not productive. Nothing productive. Right. It was literally like fun, sex, It was planning, it was, yeah, it was, let's get wasted, maybe sex. plan a vacation, and because- That will never happen. Because I was drunk, you, we, we were right there, you made me make reservations, I, I booked the flight, I booked the place, I booked everything. <laughs> No, not your fault, but I'm just saying that that was the extent of what we discussed. Like, right. It was but nothing. But had we combined communication with that, it would have been so much better, so much more meaningful. Anyway, I have been working tirelessly. You have been working tirelessly to put this together. I'm so excited to share it with people. It is icebreakers for 12 categories of um, talking about how that topic relates to us. 12 categories, 5 to 10 date night questions for each category and then a little date night challenge for you guys to do together that's really fun and hopefully will be kind of productive so you can pre-order that this week uh on our website oh, please go so do I, it i have to get that out you soon. have to get that out soon all right um we are working on it it is almost done but not quite completed so it will be out probably in a month but when you pre-order it you get 25 percent off you get bonus questions of uh 60, uh, it's Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and um, something called Triggered, which it, uh, Good Moms, Bad Choices taught me about, which is a super fun game. Uh, girls' Night Questions and Double Date Night Questions, all for free in the 25% off. So it's $14.99 for all of that. So go, please purchase it. It's also a wonderful way to support us, and you will get something amazing in return. Let's so not talk about it anymore. Th this will... This episode will, will be released on Monday. Yeah. So you can might, go right. Oh, yeah. Now. On Monday. You can go right now. Are you sure? I'm sure. I don't give a shit no, what it looks I like. Don't, I don't think you're right. Oh, I'm not right. <laughs> so, keep, keep checking back yeah, for updates. If, if you go to marriagemartinis.com and you see the link for date night questions pre-order at the top of the page, mm -hmm. that means we were very good and did it. It probably won't be there Monday, but it'll be there this week. Okay, this so, week. Yeah. Keep checking back. But um, I think it's going to be super worth it. It's the only thing I really felt like is really worth actually the time and the effort to put together. And I think it's going to be really awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, let's move on. Great. Okay, so let's get to the episode. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, you asked me if, if I have a recollection about when you first asked me about starting the podcast. And the only recollection that I have was we were probably about three to four cocktails in already sitting in our bar room in our old house. Can you give time frame like when this was? This was three years ago. 
2018. Right? I want to say so I'm going to say February 2018. So it's almost exactly three exactly. years ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, three years and a month, two months. So anyway, I don't remember what we were talking about to initiate this conversation, but I do remember you saying to me, "Hey, let's." Or you said we should be recording this. Let's start a podcast. And that's kind of all I remember how you started the conversation. I don't remember what led up to that. Do you? Well, I just know we were at a point in our marriage where, you know, you were, your dad died in 2015. From the time he was sick. Um, was it 2015? Yeah. August 2015. Wow. So for the next, uh, for, first of all, for the year and a half that he was really sick, things were really bad with us. Then he died, and um, things didn't get any better. In fact, I think they got worse. You had this business that he had run since he was, you know, I don't know, 30. I don't know how old he was when he started it. But this successful business, you really felt ill-prepared to take it over. It really affected every state of your being. You were a different person. Um, And... What happened was that we wound up never really seeing each other because you were gone all the time. You would leave. You just didn't want to face what was going on in our marriage and um, not in our marriage, in life. And that affected our marriage. Um, And then you, but the nights that you were home, we were still us. Like we would still sit in our bar room and talk for hours and have cocktails and laugh and cry. And it was so fun. And it was just like we were teenagers again. So like the nights you were home, as much as I was so angry about everything that was going on, we would still have these amazing conversations. But yet, then you would leave again. So um, so I was stuck in a rock and a hard place because I didn't want it to end, but I knew something had to change. And we would have these long conversations. At the end of all the long conversations, it would go from laughing and crying to these deep, you know, these uh, deep anecdotes about our lives and I would say to you every time we should be recording this. Yeah, I think you might be giving our conversations a little too, little bit too much credit. I, I don't know where they, like they were not to the extent of the conversations that we have now, like doing this podcast. I think it was more just a... Fun. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there was nothing Maybe. productive about those conversations. It was just, I'm home we're together. Well, we had fun. The kids are asleep. We're having yeah, a whatever good time. Whatever it was, I was just so happy you were home and right. we were connecting. It, it wasn't like a productive conversation. It was more of a fun conversation. Maybe that was as productive as we needed at that time. I guess so. Because it was connecting us. Well, I was also curious. Was was the podcast an idea that you had thinking up to this night that we had together before you even asked me? Or was this just spur of the moment? I don't know. Like, I'm sure you, in in your mind, you had, you're like, we need to do something. Something has to happen. I don't know what it is. Or were you thinking, um, Adam loves technology. Adam loves podcasts and he loves to do these things. Maybe the podcast is the right idea leading up to this. Or was it just kind of like, Hey, let's start a podcast. Yeah. I knew at that time you wouldn't do therapy. You were like dead set against therapy at that time. We've since done it. But at that time, you were like, absolutely not. I will not do therapy. Um, Yeah, I think the back of my mind, I was saying to myself, he, he, you know, I know, first of all, you were like the first one on the bandwagon with podcasts. 
So you were listening to podcasts like before they were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought they were stupid. And then um, my mom always said, you guys need to have a sitcom. I mean, our house was always like a, a sitcom. I mean, it was always somebody doing something crazy. And, you know, that's just our life. And yeah, I think I thought he will be home. He will be in this room and he'll be able to have a cocktail. That's why I originally called it Marriage of Martinis is because I thought you want to have cocktails. Fine. Let's have cocktails. We'll do it here. You don't need to go to Atlantic City or you don't need to, you know, go to the bar. You don't. we could do it right here. I, I guess I was thinking whatever you're doing, let's do it here. Right. So, um, yeah. So when we finally started it. Um, or when we finally said we were going to start it, I should say, when I looked at you and I said, um, let's do it. And 80% of me said, he's going to laugh in your face. Maybe 90% of me said, he's going to laugh in your face. And you didn't. Then I was like, oh fuck. Like he called my bluff kind of. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, when you first said it to me, I was kind of thinking like, what a great idea. How cool. I, I love podcasts. I, I don't know anything about podcasting. I don't know anything about, you know, I, we have no background in talking on the media in any way. And with talking radio on the media, on the medias, on the medias. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the radios uh-huh. and the, watching you know, your programs, watching the program on your stations. We don't know anything about anything. So, but I was like, I love this stuff. You know, this is kind of, a thing that I've been wanting to get into my whole life. And I'll, I don't want to say it again, but I have another one of my answers that I, to another one of your questions. But I wanted to be kind of to an audience. I wanted to... You were interested in it. I was so interested in it. Even I, though, like, you would have to... That's the thing. I don't even think we've ever really talked to about this. Like, this was something that you were actually excited about? Well... When you first said it to me, I was like, yeah, sure, a podcast. Why not? Who cares? Whatever. Right, like, who like, cares? What is there to lose? Two people will listen. Right, we'll have, be two, done. Yeah, we'll have two people listening. Who cares? Right. We'll My put mom, our shit on. Yeah. maybe your mom. And I didn't even know what it was going to be about, but I was thinking, hey, listen, it's totally up my alley. I'm into it. Let's do it. Let's try it. it sounds awesome. Because, you know, I, I talked about it, I think, in, um, I forgot which episode it was. You know, I've always wanted to do something working, you know, I love Apple computers. I've been working on them forever since I'm, you know, I'm a, a, a little kid and I've always wanted to do something with it professionally and with what I do for a living. That's really not an option except for like boring spreadsheet bullshit and, you know, business applications and all that. But I really wanted to be creative with working on a computer. And this was something that I could see would satisfy that need for me. So that got me excited. Yeah, I really think I, in the beginning, I was really just trying to save our marriage. Right. And I was wanting and to save be you. about being on a computer. Right. And save you. It was not about, you know, it grew into what can we do for everybody else? And a little bit it was about that in the beginning, because when we were going through everything, I was looking for something that would be for both of us, you know, that we could use and listen to. And everything was either like religious or self-help based and I finally was sort of like, there's nothing here that I'm interested in. And so I came to you. A lot of couples have a baby when they're going through hardship. I was like, I don't want another fucking baby. Let's start a podcast. So it was, you know, it was sort of like um, 
It was like a Hail Mary. No, is that the right term? A Hail Mary? I don't even know what that is. But like a, well, a Hail, last resort. A Hail Mary in football is like a long bomb, long pass. I think a Hail Mary like is a like something shot, you do to save somebody or like luck or something. I, I think know. I'm using it wrong. I just know it in football it's like a, okay. like a, like can, a long shot. Anybody who's Catholic, can you please get back to me about a, what a Hail Mary actually is? a Hail Mary? I don't know. I'm acting like a sports guy. I'm not. Right. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. So I, um, yeah, I, I just, I think at the in the beginning, I was sort of just trying to save our marriage. But yeah, I was also like, there's got to be other people out there suffering like we are. There has to be. Well, I want to say, and I hope, <laughs> I don't want to turn this into an argument between us, but a lot of what maybe that you think thought was I was escaping and I wasn't around and it was, you know, because my dad was sick and he was dying and everything, you know, all that happened. But you and I had a lot of arguments in the past that, you know, I, you, you being a stay at home mom and having, when the kids were young and having a lot of time to yourself, I was a little bit resentful of you and thinking, I want my time too. whether I was right or wrong. I'm not, blaming you or put, saying what you did was nothing or anything like that. This is just the way that I viewed it five years ago that, you know, you have this time during the day. This wasn't, there was no pandemic going on. The kids were at school for five hours during the day and you have this time and you, you don't have a job. You're not, you're a stay at home mom. It's a job. I get it. I'm correcting myself real quick on that. But you had a good amount of hours during the day by yourself that's kind of the the line there. And I was very jealous of that because I never, never, ever got that. And I was, I, I, and I wanted it. And that was kind of my, my escape after, like if I was done with work, I would go out to dinner by myself and sit at the bar. And, you know, I knew the people at the restaurant and I had a great time. They were friends. And, I, you know, so it was my hour. Norm to, our, Cheers? Yeah, I was, yeah, it was like being at Cheers. Put the, it on the tab. The place that I went to was, che- you know, it was like just like Cheers. I would walk in, I would get hugs and kisses and, you know, it was a great time. Like I was having, you know, I would meet friends there or whatever. But it was my time away. I had an hour and a half away by myself. So that's a lot of the reason that I was doing this. And I was kind of resentful of the fact of you were at home and, you know, and your, your full job was taking care of the kids and they were gone half the day and, you know, had time to yourself. And I knew for you, there was no, when the kids got older, there was no direction of, okay, so what are you going to do? What's your job going to be? What are you going to do after the kids are Wow, you really did resent me. And got, I did. And I, did we discuss this at all or? I don't know. Okay. But. But it's crazy. Okay. So all these things were going on in my mind. And again, this was, you know, five, six years ago. But when we started this podcast, part of me was thinking like, hey, Danielle's going to finally find something for her that I think is going to be, um, what's the word? Um, God damn it. Um, satisfying for you as either a career, if this would turn into something like that which it has evolved into. And I'm so incredibly happy finding for you that you found something that, you know, like I said, I was always nervous that you would never, you didn't want to go back to work. There was, well, I was a teacher. Yeah. You were a teacher. I high school teacher. After a 10 year hiatus, it was, you're not going to be like, okay, I'm back. Hey, I'm a teacher now again. No, you had to find something that was going to be passionate for you to be excited about for you to go back to work. And you found it, and, and luckily this podcast has turned into that because I'm incredibly thrilled that you found something that you're passionate 
about. And you're so good at it. So where was I going with this? <laughs> Just that it wasn't really about all this stuff going on in your own, like your Right, right. So I was completely, place. you know, um, d- depressed about what was happening with my dad. And I was, you know, uh, jealous or, you know, in the fact of what you were doing all day and or what I thought you were doing all day. And I, I needed some time. Alone. So there was just so much going on there in my mind. There was so much resentment. So much resentment to you and so much resentment Anger for, you know, with my dad for being sick, you know, like so much going on. Like I just had to go away. I had to escape as much as I could. And you did. And I did. Yeah. 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 All of that being said, that's all so that So what was you're about. saying basically is that you were doing the podcast for me. I was doing the podcast for you. Uh, well, no, initially I was not doing it for you, um, but that's what it turned into. Oh. Yeah. Initially I was doing it because... It sounded like a cool idea. That's it. Uh-huh. Like, I loved what you said. Like, I didn't even realize you were doing it for me to protect me and us. Like, I didn't even put yeah, that Yeah, I was just like, I need him to be in the house. I need him to be safe. This is how I can monitor him. So, um, yeah, you know, and then we started our Instagram account and it like blew up and, and it, it took off so fast. And I don't know, everything kind of just, I don't want to say everything fell into place because nothing has ever just fallen into place for us. It has not happened. But yet people were, there was a real need for what we were doing. Yeah, which is so bizarre. Like I didn't even, like if you said it to me, I would not even think what we were going through is a thing that we should be talking about that people could relate to. I thought it was just us like having problems. You yeah, know? because nobody in our area, the only community we ever knew was our local community, like our friends who are local and everything, and we never saw them struggling, so we didn't know that was out there. Yeah, but who who would see us struggling, you know? No, like, nobody saw us struggling at that time. That's my point. Right. So it doesn't matter who it is. That's true. And I'm not saying anybody that we know is struggling, I'm just saying. But I think everybody looked onto the us and was like, damn, they're rich, they have fun, They've got these right. three kids. We, we looked on the, they, on the outside we like sure did. Like a perfect situation. Perfect situation. Yeah. And we were so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Oh, okay. And we'll come right back. Sure. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So I want to talk about that weekend that we actually launched. So we... We, we sat in front of the equipment. I don't know how many of you have, you know, had a book idea or, you know, a, a store idea or whatever that idea is that I, I know that so many of you have in your head right now because I still have 20 different ideas even though we started this podcast. So we all have this stuff going on that, you know, in our next life we're going to do, but we need to do it now instead. So the, the, we, we walked by those mics that you bought. I mean, they were sat on our dining room table for probably four months and we just walked back and forth by them. And, and we, I, you know, every time I would look at them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, there are those microphones. We're supposed to start a podcast. <laughs> you know what I relate this to? Do you remember in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? 
at the end when Pee-wee was saving the animals from the animal store. Do you remember the movie? Yeah, with the fire. Yeah, there was a fire in the mm-hmm. animal store and there were snakes in a cage. And and he he kept passing by the snakes <laughs> and looking at them and right. making those faces. And like, he like wanted to save them, but he but didn't he want couldn't. to save them. So every time he would go in to save something, he'd walk out and look at the snakes and be like, no, yeah. no, I can't do it. We can't do it. Yes. That was like us looking at the podcast right. equipment. We were like, oh, that was such a good idea that we had. <laughs> and then we're like, fuck that shit. No. Right. I'm too scared. No way. We were so scared. We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah, and we kept looking at it, and it sat, and we had this, like, beautiful dining room table with these, like, fucking podcast mics on it that were plugged into nothing, that meant nothing. Like, it was literally just people, we were always like, oh, yeah, we're going to start a podcast, and people were like, oh, uh, okay, like, that sounds great, and we had, but we had no idea what we were doing. So, um, so then, finally, we recorded our episode, uh, you know, we've told it a thousand times, we recorded it. We recorded it again. We recorded it a third time. Finally, we were like, fuck it. We have it. It sucks, but we have to just put it out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> we put it out into the world. I still haven't listened to it since then. But no. people start from the beginning and like text me and or, or message me and are like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, oh, great. Would you listen to it? like your first episode? And I'm like wow <laughs> and you're still listening right. that just shows how much people needed it but um but the, the weekend that it launched we were in new york city and that was the same weekend right after you i learned about my 40th birthday and what had actually happened that was the same weekend oh really so we had recorded all these episodes before thinking that all the shit had hit the fan and we had hit rock bottom and everything had happened and we were going to start this podcast. It was going to be all about us building ourselves back up. And I had no idea that the shit didn't even hit the fan yet. We had not even hit rock bottom yet. Like we had started this podcast and I was going through probably the most devastating time of our marriage simultaneously. So it was such a bittersweet time. Like we were launching our podcast. It was so exciting we went to New York to celebrate and to, um, you know, to record in this amazing studio. And at the same time, I had just gotten this information about my 40th birthday. Everybody's probably listened to the guilt episode number 31. If you haven't, you can go listen to it. But it was basically like this new endeavor and this fresh start. But yet I was still trapped in this whole set of lies. So it was this really, really bittersweet time for well, me. Well, yeah, we used this podcast to move on from everything and to hey can we take this step to but we moved on from nothing because we were just starting that we started that episode one two and three i think we released the same weekend the guilt episode when we were finally ready to actually talk about it is episode 31 so we went months of of knowing about that and not being ready to talk about it Not, I think, because I was afraid to share it, but because we were really just getting comfortable with being podcasters. And and we said that we were going to share every detail of what happened in our marriage on the podcast. And we've held true to that. But that first one, and, and then after that, you dropped bombs on me about the finances. But it took us a while to get to that point. Yeah. All right, so moving on from there. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm just saying is like, 
you know, you think you're going to start something and then everything is going to be great. But that's not always the way it is. Like, you're still going to deal with the shit of life. So that's why when I, you know, I'm so glad we still did it when we did. Because if you wait for the perfect time, there's never going to be the perfect time. You never know what's going to happen. And and thank God. Because had I, had I really been waiting for the perfect time, we never would have fucking done it because we've never had a perfect time. No, especially looking at the equipment that we had there and, and just passing by it saying... When's the right time to start? When's it, you know, there, there was, there was no, no right time, right time to right. start. Okay. But what about you being now, you know, you're a, you're a podcaster, you're a social media, uh, what's the word? Icon. Icon. No, <laughs> no I'm totally okay. kidding. No, I'm a, I'm a, a social media, I'm an influencer, but not really. I mean, no, not compared to other influencers. I'm not. All right. So you're, so you're a podcaster. I'm, an, a, I'm a social media presence. I, I listen by all intents and purposes. Yes, I am an influencer in that people hire me for their brands, but I am not. I mean, you look at my Instagram feed and it looks like a fucking toddler runs it. Like it looks like a toddler like was writing a marker on the wall and then just came over to my Instagram okay, but, feed but, and uh, and continued it. All right. But you you run the social media. You know, I have nothing to do with that. We have a, you know, a ton of people on there. I'm not yeah. even allowed on there. Mm-hmm. And you're a podcaster. So how has that affected you? How do you see yourself because of what you've done over the last two years on social media, being a podcaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it has like a huge, it's a huge part of my identity. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Oh, why do you say it like that? Uh, why you, do you laugh? But because I think you've definitely, uh, what's the word, uh, developed since becoming a, you know, having this community of people. And what, my boobs women. got bigger? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, you mean like I've come into my own, like I, uh, yeah, yeah I love this community so much. You're a different person oh, because of this. That's a good thing. I would, would not prefer to say. Whether really? It's good well, listen. Uh, what does that mean you would prefer not to say? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's con- consumed you in a way that's, you know, all encompassing that you're into this thing more than me. <laughs> is that what you think like you spend most of your time on your phone or on your computer and you know doing this stuff people are very nice to me <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice when people are nice to you you know it's funny because sometimes you know like if i just want to be alone i'm like thank god you have this outlet because you can be consumed by this thing for hours on end and i can just you know plop myself on a couch and pour a glass of wine and watch a stupid movie I've seen a thousand times and go on my iPad and do stupid shit like play some city, you know, all this stuff. And I don't even have to worry because you're doing your thing. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm happy you're there doing that. I'm happy I'm here doing this. So, but if it wasn't this, it would be, I mean, if I had any job, I mean, yes, it's, it, the no. thing is, is that this is a job, No, but, no. but people are all consumed by their work all the time. The difference is, is that I love what I do. Correct. So that's why I was saying no, no, no. Because if you just, if you had a job, you would not be so into what you were doing a hundred percent of the no, time. No, I'd fucking hate it. You would and hate I'd be miserable. I mean, I'm still miserable you because would, there's a pandemic and my kids are fucking home all the time. You would do it as But I'm little, never miserable because of the podcast. You would do it as little as possible and to your least, you know, effort as possible. That's probably correct. Yeah. yeah. So but with this, you're in it at a hundred and a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, it's like my oh, other family. I, I know. 
Yeah, I, I, which I'm listen, happy about. Real honestly, no, for real. I, I, you know, I, first of all, I love the people I've met. Um, whether it be the people in our community, which who have really become like part of, you know, my everyday life of of interacting with them and everything. You know, we've met friends, other podcasters, other influencers, my social media friends who have other accounts who I've been very close with. Yeah, it's become really part of my identity. And and it's also become a place where, you know, what the one thing I say to people, because people ask me all the time and they ask me all the time if I do coaching, like social media coaching or podcast coaching, and I don't. Maybe one day I will, but I don't. But, um, but people always say to me, you know, okay, what are your recommendations? And I'll give tips and everything. And my one tip is like, I, all you need to do is pretend that this is your living room, right? Your, your podcast or your social media account is your living room. And you need to decide what you want your living room to look like. You know, do you, who do you want there? What do you want people to talk about? What, what's going to make people come back and like want to sit in your living room and, and, and be there and spend a lot of time? And the one thing that you and I did from the beginning, which was the smartest thing we ever did, probably in our entire lives, was to not pretend for a fucking second that we're not somebody who we are. And I remember in the beginning, we got a lot of feedback that our podcast was great, but we were raunchy and we were explicit and we were gross and we cursed too much, especially me as a woman. I got tons of feedback that I cursed too much. I still do. I cursed too much. I, I talk gross. I, I, I should tone it down. That was, that's always the tone. You should, you know, all these, the, 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 the response, you should tone it down. Never for a second did we do that. And I'm so grateful that we didn't. Because now I have this place that feels like home and I can go and be myself. And people, if they, people don't want to be there, they get up and they leave. Well, or yeah. hopefully, well, unless yeah. they're not telling me how fucking gross I am. <laughs> well, so the, the one thing that I've always heard before was if you, the moment that you get your first negative comment and feedback, that just means you made it. And mm-hmm. somebody's there to troll you, you know, that, that's a good sign. That means somebody's out there to hurt us because we have too much influence out there. And I think that's kind of what happened. And, you know, 3% of the feedback that we get is we suck. And, you know. No, we, it's not we. It's me. <laughs> okay, right. So it's always suck. the woman. You curse too much. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. you're, you're too mean to me mm-hmm. and you're too hard Wait, on I wanted me. to read one of our, one of our recent uh, feedbacks. Because people, the, the one question I also get is, how do you deal with the negative feedback? And the one thing I have to say is, if you're going to start something, I don't give a shit what it is. And people say, oh, don't worry about the negative. You're going to get negative feedback. Well, yeah, it's also funny because I don't see almost any of it. The only things that I see is the reviews on iTunes. Right, because That's, we get like emails about it. Well, the emails, you get stuff on Instagram and, you know, I don't see any of that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. see the Facebook stuff. I don't see the Twitter stuff. I don't see any of that. Yeah. So... I, I, I rarely see unless you say to me, hey, look at this thing somebody said because she they said, you know, I'm so mean to you or, you know, I curse too much or whatever. And I'm like, fuck them. First of all, if they don't like it, get the fuck out of here. Right. Because- like who takes time? That's what I never will understand. Right. What's the matter? What are you looking at? Uh, nothing. No, nothing. Oh, okay. No, I was going to uh, read uh, <laughs> one uh, a review we got about a month ago that said, the review is hard to listen to. One star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
These two seem horribly unhappy in their marriage. I honestly don't know how the husband could take it. She hardly lets him speak. And then when he finally does get a word in, she cuts him off. Totally right. Fuck you. Fuck them. I'm not fuck them. Fuck you. And I want to. Oh, fuck them. (laughs) Okay, well, go ahead. I'd love to see what she's like in bed. Exactly. I feel this podcast will turn to a divorce and martinis. Oh, divorce and martinis. Once their kids graduate out of the house. Oh, so we have... I I was going to say, they're assuming our kids are going to (laughs) graduate. And get them out of the house. (laughs) And get them out of the house. My advice to the wife, always give advice in your ratings and reviews, people. That's what people want is advice. I want unsolicited advice in my ratings and reviews. Right. Try to find happiness and balance within each other. Stop complaining in every other sentence and trying to make yourself out to be a martyr. Also, looking at the positive reviews, I feel sad for so many other marriages that are this way. I wonder how many divorces this podcast has caused because the (laughs) women that listen to this woman complain and act horrible are taking that kind of attitude home with them. So everybody loves me right. and everybody hates you. Totally. I love this podcast. Yeah. That's why we're well, that's here. That's always how it is. It's always, it's fucking misogyny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She might be a woman. It's still misogyny. But no, seriously, like, oh, we're going to, we're going to cause divorces. But, but listen, it is well, hard. I, but honestly, there is a, there is a possibility that we will cause divorces because we're trying to have people open up and discuss with each other the realities of the way they feel in their marriages. Yeah. You know what? That's okay. Totally. That's, I totally yeah, agree. Totally. And it, it could be beneficial for the two of you if yeah. that results in a divorce because it should have been. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. No, listen. Absolutely. We have to take another break. Oh, shit. Okay. Be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, so I'm curious because you have this whole other life of, you know, you have this family business that you're in and everything, and you're a podcaster. It's certainly part of your identity. I think you're very proud of it. I don't know. But how has that affected you also? Well, I am proud of it. it it's so funny because when I was young, I my whole ambition in life, what I really wanted to do, you know, we grew up in the 80s where family sitcoms were a huge deal, you know watching different strokes and who's the boss and silver spoons and family ties, like all these shows, there were all these families, you know, um, on TV. And I really wanted to be a child actor. That was my (laughs) biggest goal. Like from age six, you know, whatever it was, like I really wanted to be a child actor. I was so, you know, excited to do something like that. And then obviously that never happened. And my, fucking ADD cost me from doing anything like that because I was too rambunctious. I couldn't control myself in any situation. And then when I was a teenager, I got into music and I wanted to be a musician and perform in front of a live audience. Like I've always wanted to be in front of an audience and I didn't know how and what was right for me. And I feel like this is the thing that kind of got me to that point. 
and look, there's no audience in front of us. It's just the two of us sitting here looking at a computer. But I know there's an audience out there who's listening. So it kind of fills that gap of, I've always wanted to perform. And I didn't know how, like, besides the fact that number one on video, like we've tried video, like I'm so awkward on video. I didn't even know, like I can't even think about. Right, like when we're talking to Kim and Penn Holderness and they're like, you guys should do video and they're doing video and everything. I'm like, no. We're not them. No. They're they're incredible. We're not that. You know what's so funny? Because I always think like, like in my dreams where I'm like, okay, we're on Jimmy Fallon next week or we're on Jimmy Kimmel. Like, and then we have to go on the set. I'm like, how do I sit? How do I, how do I perform on video? Like, how am I supposed to be? Well, we've had that on the Tamron Hall show and everything. Well, we were supposed to, but it didn't happen. Well, we did. It was on Zoom. Quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, I, I don't know how to like, can, you know, I'm so awkward mm-hmm. being in that situation. I don't know how to do it. So this is kind of perfect. Yeah. We just talk into a mic and there's an audience out there listening and we don't have to, although I would love, we've, we, we talked about it so many months ago. I would love to be able to do this in front of people. One day. In an audience. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, once this fucking Live. coronavirus thing is yeah. all done. Yeah, 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 to be able to travel. Yeah. But so, uh, so you are proud of it. I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm so happy to be able to reach an audience. That's the one thing I think I've always wanted to do. In one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I think we finally found that way. Right. Yeah. I felt like that too when I was younger. But me, it was like I would watch Dolly Parton in Best Little Horse in Texas. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And I would I watch Jennifer Beale in Flashdance. And I would always be like, ah. like, I just knew I wanted to be like a badass woman. So I'm watching these homely family values. No, I watched those too. Every, and you're watching. every week we would sit down and watch Happy Days when I was younger. And um, as a family and everything. But my real true sense of being was Best Little House in Texas and Flashdance and Footloose and Porky's and all those movies were like, I knew it was so wrong, and but I yet I wanted to be in them. And, and, and that this has given me a little bit of that. Like, I can be so wrong. And, and people expect it of me. You right. know, like okay. I've set it up. Like... People always say to me, aren't you, how do you feel when you walk around your town? And, and listen, people hated me before this fucking podcast, so it's not a big deal. But, but there are people in this town who I'm so not aligned with and people who, in this town who I absolutely love and who are my best friends. But, but I walk around and, and, and I think to myself, yes, people know all my shit and, and however they judge it, they do. Whether they say, oh my God, how is she still married? Or how does she say what she says and share with all that stuff? And how does she show up here at, you know, at, at parent meetings at the school saying that she hates anal sex and all this stuff. <laughs> but at the same time, it's so liberating. Like it's so liberating to go anywhere and be like, you like me? You like me. You don't? You don't. And that's it. Well, yeah, because it's so it's so funny because everybody else at that meeting has the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's just not known. Totally. And so you're just kind of in the I've clear just done it. and free-minded. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of shit, but guess what? Everybody's got a yeah, lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm right they do. Yeah. So, you know, so I felt the same way. I feel like, um, you know, it, it is... It, it's in a, you know, we're not performers by any sense because we're literally having a real conversation. But at the same time, yeah, I, I like reaching an audience. I like talking to people. I like all of that.
But the one question I get more than anything, and I have a ton of questions from Instagram, and this was one that I think I got probably 50 times, is how do you deal with all the negativity, right? So everybody is biggest fear on social media, rightfully so, is about negative feedback. And how do you deal with the trolls and the people who you know, call you bad names and and go after you. And I've seen it all. I mean, trust me, everything we've been through and how vocal we are, especially we're vocal over, you know, social issues and racial issues and and all kinds of stuff. You know, and, and my answer to that is, is if you're if you're worried about starting something and you're worried about negativity, we deal with a lot of negative, but yet I feel so much support from our community. And I was reminded a few weeks ago, any of you who watch my stories or, uh, or, or read our Friday five, this is kind of, kind of be repetitive for you, but I think it's worth talking about again was that you don't need to be a public persona on, on social media to be, to, to get terrible feedback and, and have negative reactions. Like you could be a regular person and still deal with this shit all the time. I mean, anybody who has a Facebook account deals with stupid shit on social media all the time. And my, and my worst experience recently was when I, on our community page, put out that our son was having, was struggling learning how to ride a bike. And so I asked if anybody knew the number that I'd seen before posted on social media of the woman who teaches kids how to ride a bike. So I posted that on our community page, and I got demolished. Yeah, and I was completely embarrassed. All right, yeah, so well, look, so, I'm the I'm the dad. All right, I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna can I tell the story about yeah, sure. what happened? Sure. So I post. So everybody always says to me, "How do you deal with the negative feedback?" And my thing is always, listen, on social media, on marriage and martinis, ninety five percent of it is people who are like us who know why we're doing what we're doing and who are so sympathetic and wonderful you get out there in the wild of our community pages and like private instagram and social media that's where you get the real problems because i said our son our nine-year-old who you know he doesn't have great coordination or anything we're having a lot of trouble teaching him I'm super busy. You're super busy. We've taught him a thousand fucking things. But when it comes to bike riding, he's having a, an issue. So I asked for the number of the woman in our town who I know teaches how to ride a bike. Holy shit. You would have thought that I asked somebody to like fucking teach him how to make crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people were like, literally, it was one message after the other of you're going to let a stranger Teach your kid how to ride a bike. You're going to miss out on the memories. You're going to miss out on the memories. <laughs> how can you do this? Meantime, at the same time, there's a thousand messages. Do you, does anybody know a good soccer coach? Does anybody know a good tennis coach? Does anybody? And like, I was literally like, oh, do I delete this now? But I want to get the number. I don't want to delete it. Like, it was awful yeah but beside that you were also getting messages like just put them on the grass first and then like giving oh yeah oh my god men mounds it was all men mansplaining how to teach your kid how to ride a bike yeah so i i viewed this i saw that because you tagged me i think you tagged me on this and i saw it i was like fuck this i'm the dad i'm i'm supposed to be able to teach him how to ride a bike but, but that's know, so dumb. I'm working all weekend i'm working on this all weekend and i'm we're teaching them other things and, you know, at the time to get up, you know, it was tough to do. So once you put that out there and I saw the responses, I was like, 
fuck this. I have nothing to do the next day. I'm not going to tear shit from anybody. And I went out there and I was like, okay, let's go. We're going to learn how to ride a bike. And in like four minutes, he was learning how oh, to ride a bike. four minutes. All right, 20 minutes. When we first started, I was thinking, okay, this is never going to happen. And it wasn't working. 20 minutes in, all of a sudden, it just clicked. Yeah. And he rode. I was like, I'm so proud of you, but I'm more proud of me. (laughs) I'm the dad and I did it. Right. Well, that's the thing is that all these people were probably like, this then all I feel like all the dads who were like, and you need to do this and you need to do this. They're, I'm like, really, how much other stuff have you done with your kid? Or is this the one thing that you did? So you take such pride in it that you're like willing to make another mom feel fucking horrible that she can't. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, my anyway, people have some feelings about bike riding. It's bullshit. Wait, what does this have to do with podcasting? It has to do with the fact that people always say to me, how do you deal with the negative comments okay, on social media about, a, you know, as a podcaster, as an influencer, as a person who has a, a social media account with, you know, 430, uh, excuse me, 330,000 followers. And I always say, this is nothing. My personal account is way worse. So, you know, no matter what, I know you've dealt with personal shit on social media that has nothing to do with a business. It doesn't matter if it's a business or not. You're dealing with some shit if you're putting your life on social media. And I, you know, I would a thousand times over post a bike riding, you know, story on Instagram over Facebook community page any day of the week, except that I needed a local number. So, you know, I, I just feel like, yeah, the ne- I, I get tons of negativity. It sucks. The, the the support I get super outweighs that. And I'm getting it anyway. So who cares? Let's try to breeze through some of these next few questions. Okay. And You're going to do like favorite thing about podcasting? Yeah, take these as kind of like... Bullet? Yeah, like quick questions kind okay. of thing. All right. Uh, so you asked me three things that we've learned since starting the podcast. All right, so do you want to answer first? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, th- I, I mentioned this before that we, w- we were going to get to, but people that always message us that they say, I listened to your podcast or I read your you know Friday Five questions or whatever, and I feel like we are not alone. And I felt like we were alone, that nobody was like us. And I always thought that was us. Like I thought that we were so unique and thinking that we were just so weird and it's just a bizarre marriage and that we were so alone in all this. And because we decided to do this, we're hearing from all these people that agree with us. So we're so not alone, just like all the people who message us that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's yours? Oh, that's the first one. That's the first one. Yeah. My first one is that comparison really is a thief of joy. Oh, very, um, philosophical no seriously comparison is really the thief of joy uh that when you compare yourself to other people it takes away all your joy and you know there are now over two million podcasts and uh you know a ton by celebrities who already have a huge following we literally started at zero had had zero listeners except for our family i mean literally zero uh we've built it into this tremendous thing but at the same time if you put it next to a celebrity who, you know, has been on a television show or whatever and, and good for them that they have their following and everything. But if you compare yourself 
to them or to other similar podcasts or that it takes away all the joy and, and that it's right. better to just focus on what you're doing than to look around you. And, and on social media, you know, you're around people who have similar uh, accounts and, and messages and you say, oh, why does that person have this? Why do they why did they get that sponsor? And I didn't and this and that. And listen, you can fucking waste your life, man. It, it's mm. all consuming if you don't just say I'm on my own path and I have to just follow it. Um yeah, so it's been a big lesson in um, just accepting your, you know, wh- what you're doing in your own path and following it. Well, one thing that I've learned since starting the podcast is that communicating with you can actually be fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually enjoy talking to you, and it can be productive. Aside from this podcast, I don't like talking, you know. and no, I don't, you don't. And I don't think you do either. Well, to me, I like texting, (laughs) right? You like texting. Yeah. But you know, when we're doing this, your phone is down and I'm actually engaged in a conversation, Mm -hmm. which for us is totally out of the realm of our norm. And we're both kind of good at it with each other. Just sitting here with the mic, talking to each other. Mm -hmm. So this is the one place that we can actually come to and talk to each other without distractions, without feeling like I'm not into this and that I don't want to talk. I do want to talk when I'm sitting here with the mic Mm -hmm. and you want to talk when you're sitting here with the mic without your phone in front of you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge benefit of doing this. I mean, you know, something that we've both not been comfortable with for, you know, maybe ever. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) why it is so important. And, and, you know, that I do think that, sharing these questions are so beneficial for people like that it has changed our marriage um the way that we are you know i look at this these sessions together i get really really excited that i'm going to sit down and talk to you and sometimes like air our dirty laundry that i've been waiting to say for weeks right like i can say things to you on here that i would never say to you if it was not on here Right. You know? Right. But if people are in a comfortable forum and and ready to do that, you know, and and you make a pact, like you and I have sort of made a pact that like we're partners and this is our thing and we can't, this is, this can't end our relationship. So I I think it also comes with this, this safe territory of, listen, this is a safe space. We always say that to everybody else. It needs to work for us too. And, and if you create a safe space and, and have these conversations that it can work. So, um, yeah. Another thing about if anybody's thinking about starting a podcast for me, it just never gets easier. I still get nervous the next morning when we release an episode, did I say something stupid? Did I sound dumb? And I still can't listen to myself speak on a podcast. I can't stand the sound of my own voice on a recording. I, and I hear that's kind of a normal thing. I Mm -hmm. hope. Sure. So, yeah. So if, yeah, if I learn something from doing a podcast, just keep going with it because yeah, I, yeah, I probably say some dumb shit and I probably, or that's anything. I'm sure when people release a book or, uh, you know, an ebook or, a a course or whatever they they're looking to put out there, I'm sure that the next day is total imposter syndrome and regret and wondering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Anything else for you or should we yeah, move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have, I, you know, that I've realized that I really do like around 3% of people. And most of them are probably listening to this podcast right now. But that, you know, those 3%, that's all you need. You don't need everybody to like you. You only need a very, very small percent of people to be your people. But is that the older you get, the more you feel that way? Oh, yeah. But the more, the older I get, but also the more I expose who I really am. And I'm sort of like, you know, and, and the pandemic has helped, certainly, because that's peeled back the layers of how many, you know, there's certain people who I was very close with before the pandemic who I haven't really been in touch with. And I'm sort of like, well, there's probably a reason for that. But also... We've had such support from the podcast, but we've also had people who have, I think, backed off a little bit and not supported us so much. And I'm sort of like, that's okay. You don't have to support us. But at the same time, you know, is that because you're embarrassed of who we are and you're embarrassed of being associated with us? Well, then I don't want to be with you either. Well, yeah. Right. And <laughs> I think a little bit of that has happened. But also my main thing is that, um, you know, people always say to women, how do you do it all? I cannot do it all. Uh, I struggle with this all the time. I cannot do it all. Um, it makes me miserable to try to do it all. You know, uh, I'm homeschooling the kids a lot of the time. I'm so grateful for their teachers and everything, but they are home a lot of the time. Um, you know, we have the podcast. I have the social media. I'm getting sponsors and I research them like crazy because I want to get the right ones. Um, you know, we have a, a, a house to keep clean and laundry and friends to keep in touch with. And, and, and I cannot do it all. And I was much better at it, you know, when I was a stay at home mom and it did seem easier. And I think I was a much happier person. I don't think I not, I don't want to say happier person. I wasn't I'm much more fulfilled now. I'm much, much more stressed now. Also. Yeah. Which is very obvious. I mean, okay, you're, but, you're but you didn't want me to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm not. So this is the stuff that comes with it. Okay, so what's your least favorite thing about podcasting? Does that kind of lead into that? Yeah, same thing. Prep work. I love, love, love researching. I love finding people to come on the podcast. I love it all. But it's so much work. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, it's way more work than I ever anticipated. Yeah. Like, I thought we were just going to be able to sit down in front of a mic and talk, hit record. I would edit a little bit and we'll release it. But it's turned into way more than that. And it stresses the fuck out of me. But it, don't you it, think that that's any job? I mean, when I was teaching, I felt like that too. I thought I was going to get up in front of... 30 kids and teach a lesson and that was going to be it. And I was going to go home and I was going to grade their essays and their essays were going to be so interesting. And like, don't you think that's every job? I think a doctor feels like they're just going to go in there and they're going to cure no, patients. And uh, No, I, I disagree. I feel like this was going to be just like an enthralled hobby, you know, just like I, like I said, we'll sit. Were down you not thinking it was going to be a business? No, I thought we were just going to sit in front of a mic and talk and record it and I'll edit it a little bit and then we'll, Put it out there. But that's not what it is now. But for a good reason, mm -hmm. it's become a, you know, a business. It's become mm -hmm. a thing. So, uh, you know, for good reasons, but it's stressful. You know, it's not just like if I could just walk into a studio and sit down at the mic and we sit and talk and then I leave and then somebody else takes care of everything else and publishes the episode, that would be amazing. 
Mm-hmm. That's not what it is, mm-hmm. you know. So the stress of all those other things, yeah. you know, are in play. But I do think that's every job, and that's of every, course. No matter what you're starting, that's new. You need to understand that it's not exactly what you think it is. Yeah, I didn't think this would be a second job, and it's become a second job, but one that I love. Mm-hmm. So it's you know okay, but it's just another stressful thing that I have to do. All right, what about going into business with your spouse? If there's anyone who's interested in, you know, listen, there's even a lot of businesses that, you know, you want to start. I know a lot of our listeners right now, I know you have something in your head that's going on. And that's a lot of the reason I wanted to do this episode. I know you have something going on, but you need support from your partner, right? You can't do it alone, whether it be that you need your partner to, you know, get you set up online or you need your partner to, edit your stuff or whatever it is, you know, it's a team effort and you know you're going to need them or you're going to need them to watch the kids while you're doing stuff, which is sometimes what happens here. Like, what do you say about going into business with your spouse? I mean, we are really in business together in a second business. I think it depends. You know, for us, we know each other's strengths and we go with it. We don't step on each other's toes, um, which I think makes it work. We never expect each other to be able to do, like, I don't do what I know you can do. You don't do what you know I can do. Like, I'm not going to, you're not going to ever edit an episode. I'm never going to write an episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we know each other's strengths and, and we work with that. Yeah. So, you know, if if you know about that, go with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 We don't ever step on each other's toes at right. all. Yeah. That's really worked well. Um yeah. Do I, you know, do I recommend going into business with your spouse? You know, yeah, I think it all depends. But um, I do think, you know, it, there have to be a lot of deals made of, you know, when we went into this, we said it's all or nothing. We're going to say all or nothing. Right. We've done that. Um, yeah, you have to sort of from the beginning be really honest about what you want. You know, like you are so super accepting of everything I do and everything I say. There's never been an episode ever where you're like, I don't think you should have said that. You know, and, and you make me feel so confident. And a lot of times I'll say to you, like, was that okay that I said that? And you'll be like, yes. Yeah, a lot be A lot of times, yeah. all the times. And, you know, uh, part of it's my OCD, but part of it's also like we're doing some scary shit here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and you're always like so supportive and it's, yeah, I think it's changed the way we, you know, we interact. So, um, so, you know, I think it depends, but yeah, I think it could be a really wonderful thing. And your parents were always in business together for years. Mm -hmm. Very, very different business. Yeah. Very different business, but same situation. They both had their roles. They both did what they were supposed to do. Right. But your dad would have divorced me four times already. Maybe 20 more. times yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. But but listen, it, it, same thing. You know, it all depends on your marriage. Their marriage is not our marriage. It worked for them what they were doing. We're doing something that wouldn't work for everybody else. And, you know, you have to evaluate. And, and I think we like each other more now from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I think that's all I got. Okay. What about you? I th- Yeah, I think we're good. Um, I just, I, I want to inspire people to take it to the next level, whatever it is you're thinking about right now. And everybody has an idea. And we literally, we were just two suburban people who 
decided we want to do something and we did it and it was literally it could have failed just as easily as it could have succeeded and who cares you know it's about trying something and i hope people will get out there and try whatever they're trying but to yeah do. that's the great thing about podcasting it's it's not just know, podcasting anything no but I'm, what i'm saying about podcasting is that anybody can do it yeah and we are anybody so many things out there that anybody can do right now it's the beauty of social media and you will get negative feedback you will get uh, you know, it will be hard, but it is also awesome. And we're so, we are so, so grateful for your support. It has been amazing. And one of the most amazing things about podcasting, I have to add, is is things we've been able to do for our kids. Um, Mia just interviewed her hero the other day. That episode is going to be coming out in a few weeks. Um, you know, we've, our kids have, you know, if they have something they want to try, I, I can sort of I have the ability now to contact the person of the, what they want to try and you know there's a lot of benefits to it but um you know I just say go for whatever you're doing and um and and please if you are interested in our date night questions do the pre-order it's worth it you get money off you're going to get a lot of bonus stuff and it's going to be really awesome and it is sort of the same questions that changed our marriage so I hope it'll do it for you and that's it and write and review don't forget rate and review yeah alright thanks guys alright thank you so much have a great week Good night. Good night. bye